Photo by Pexels. Dante Inferno describes nine levels of hell. Moving reveals a tenth. The concept seems simple enough. Our adult children bought a house in Victoria. My wife and I hope to move in with them eventually and share costs. What better way to create a type of beachhead than to ship some of our excess furniture? And what better way for a daughter-in-law to benefit from the helpful advice of an inch-house mother-in-law? My plan involved renting a truck and hiring others to load it. This seemed cost-effective except for the three days of travel, hotels, gas, and food. Crossing over the Rockies during the fall and early winter in an unknown truck seemed imprudent. Dropping the truck and flying back home seemed really imprudent. At least the level of in-flight service for the plane and three days alone in a truck would likely be comparable. The next best option involved those transportable containers. So, I opened a container company account. Drop off, load up, and take away. What could be easier? I rented a couple of containers for 30 days. More than enough time. But as Stephen Hawking clearly proved, time speeds up when you enter the space-time continuum of a potential additional rental fee. The company quickly delivered two containers. They seemed deceptively small, but the advertised video showed how much stuff you could pull out of one of these things. Sort of like a clown car. Next day, a couple of burly gentlemen picked up, packed up and bundled up all of the furniture. I did wonder what clowns say to one another as they pack themselves into that car. I assume there is quite a bit of discussion of what everyone ate beforehand. The container company picks up the containers and they merrily make their way to the coast. 27 days remain on the rental. Two weeks later the containers land in Victoria. The unpacking crew call to confirm when they intend to pick up the containers. The container company, a close relative, but still separate, also calls to confirm when I intend to access the containers. I try to clarify that yes, they will be accessed, just not by me. This becomes the first sign that there is a separation between the plan and the implementation. The container company calls our son, and tells him that the unloading company had been delisted. And we would have to cancel. We enter the first level of hell. 13 days left on the rental. Renting containers resembles buying flight cancellation insurance online. Both take perhaps 5 minutes and are deceptively easy to use. Heaven help you when you have to make a claim under the insurance. The two times I made insurance claims it took 3 months and several days of mailing in paper forms. You note the word mailing in paper. Even faxing did not appear as an option. The 1970s retain a firm hold on filing for insurance claims. I navigate the tortured confines of the container customer online system, cancel the job, and obtain a store credit. I receive a VIP credit number, separate from my contract number, separate from my container contract number. Numbers abound. Next hell level. 12 days on the rental. Two days later, I am BB Ching and the phone rings while the pork cutlet catches fire. I let it burn for a bit since my father-in-law prefers it that way. The mover asks why I cancelled and I explain how he became delisted. The pork continues to burn away merrily. The mover will try to gain access to the container still. The burning pork personifies my patience with this situation. Hell level uncertain. The next day the container company denies the mover access once again. The mover gives me the name of the warehouse manager. I leave a few messages, but never hear back from him. Abandon all hope ye who enter here. Ten days remain. I futilely try to use their website to arrange delivery and unloading of the containers. I get helpful return emails about using the website and using the credit. I send slightly perturbed but mostly desperate emails to the container company and to the moving company. I try to arrange delivery that week, the week following, and the week following that. I leap a few months into the future. No availability. I jump frog several levels of hell. Eight days left on the rental. 
I seek out a real person at the moving company but listening to the array of options can wear you down. When I do find one she nicely explains to me that someone in a Ford 250 flatbed picked up the containers. My son confirms that no containers arrived. Thoughts of insurance proofs of loss dance through my head. The company realizes their mistake. The warehouse does still have the containers, but the moving company does not move them, only loads and unloads them. She apologizes, and sends me over to the manager. I hear the same recording of options. A male answers, and I explain my sordid tale once again. This time he apologizes and says that they dropped the ball. I hear music this time, but it sounds more like the Twilight Zone theme. He makes a note to file and gives me the name of another person that holds the containers. Although being held hostage also fits. This time a woman answers. She can help get the containers to the house. At a nominal cost. I am getting closer. I seized upon the following day opening. Six days remain. Later that night, a Vancouver woman calls, apologizes more, and says the delivery will be free. I thank her profusely and make light of the number of emails, number of people called, and the number of levels of hell I traveled while listening to the various Twilight Zone holding messages. Later that same night, the container company calls, and asks why I had not returned the equipment at noon. I simply ask what equipment. Perhaps she did not realize that she was holding my containers hostage and she could have extracted whatever concessions she wanted. She apologizes and corrects the file. The next day the containers arrive. The steep driveway compels the driver to leave the containers on the street. However, one box remains bolted down. Apparently, they deliver free of charge, but if you want access, well that is another cost. Clever. Very clever. Another trip to have the container company remove the bolts. For free. And the real fateful day arrives. Many levels of hell traversed. Five days remain. The movers arrive the following day and distribute the furniture throughout the house. Now, we just need to get the containers off the street before the Persnickety Neighborhood Association catches sight of them. Limbo welcomes us. Four days. The next morning the company picks up the containers with three days left over and only six months taken off my lifespan. Later on, I look around nervously around our house and decide what to do with the rest of our belongings. I open another corporate account. Kijiji. Look for the springtime ad.